the direction is clear. The Arizona Cardinals offense will have to carry the huge weight of putting up almost 30 points a game for the Cardinals to win 10 or more in 2022. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. On Monday, uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The path for the Arizona Cardinals is clear for 2022. What were what were the takeaways, if any, from the red-white scrimmage? And Kyler Murray turned 25. He can rent a car. Can he lead a franchise to the promised land, who, uh, which hasn't been there before, um, or at least in recent memory? Like, there's, there's, game, there's a game on Friday, and we just went from the end of the 2021 season to, oh, free agencies here just started, to, oh, no, the regular season's about to start. And what I teased is what I mean by saying, The offense needs to carry the load for the Cardinals in 2022. And it seems like an obvious, oh, well, obviously. I mean, look at at both sides of the ball. And it's Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins when he's back at Hollywood Brown and, you know, everybody like that. But the thing is that now it's real. Now it's real. So when the Cardinals season ended, it was, you know, there's some holes on this roster. There's some issues with, you know, little things here and there, okay? But now, going into 2022, it's like, okay, most of the holes that the Cardinals had were not filled. Most of them were not. Corner, edge, interior defensive line were not filled. And when it comes to building out a roster going into a start of a season, it's troubling. Um, There's a lot of things that need to happen for the Cardinals to improve upon last season. And building out a full roster would have been beneficial. Now the Cardinals offense is, they're the crown jewel at this point. I've said multiple times since Kyler Murray was drafted in 2019 that the defense has been the strength of this team. The defense has been the most consistent side of the ball from week one through the end of the season. The defense has been the side of the ball that you could trust, rely upon more than the offense. Sure, the offense has had flashes. Absolutely. The offense has played excellently. The defense has played not so well at times. Like, I get it. It's not, it's not an absolute statement either. But... Looking back at last season, especially games on the road, Tennessee, Cleveland, Chicago, the defense paved the way for those big boy numbers being put up. Jacksonville, 
Byron Murphy's pick six tipped the scales in that game. And we just need, as a collective, people that cover the team, do podcasts, radio for the team, love the team as fans. We need to shift our mindset and understand a couple things going into 2022. One, the offense needs to put up a 28-burger a game. And it's equipped to do so, or as close to being as, as equipped to do so as since the inception of the Cardinals organization in Chicago. This offense, barring any sort of injury, is equipped to do everything on paper to put up four scores a game. You know, Kyler Murray, Rodney Hudson's back, Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore. And then you get Zach Ertz, Trey McBride, James Conner, Darrell Williams. Like, they've got all the weapons necessary. And yeah, maybe a little bit tough, especially for the first three weeks of the season when it goes Kansas City at home, Raiders on the road, and then Rams at home. We're going to find out what this offense looks like, even with DeAndre Hopkins on the shelf for the first six weeks. We're going to find out the B-level version of what this offense looks like right away. And then when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, he'll be able to fit in the mold wherever because he's DeAndre Hopkins and he's still one of the best receivers in the game. People are quick to forget how great DeAndre Hopkins is. DeAndre Hopkins is an absolutely elite wide receiver still. He's 30. He's not 50. And he never relied on his speed to become what he is now. So he may have a better curve towards, you know, the other side of the pinnacle of his career in extending it, playing maybe the Larry Fitzgerald years barring injury because he's so good at creating space, even though he's not the fastest guy on the field. He catches everything, and he always seems to get to where he wants to go regardless of if he has blazing speed or not, which he doesn't, and that's not a bad thing. So the offense is there on paper to be able to put up 27 or 28 points a game, which should overcome the deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball because this is not meant to sound negative. This is meant to sound truthful. The defense has four guys, three guys that you can absolutely trust to produce every week. You can trust Marcus Golden at this point. You can trust Jalen Ramsey or Jalen Ramsey. You can trust Jalen Thompson. You can trust Buda Baker. And I guess you can trust Byron Murphy because they don't really have an option. And this isn't supposed, seriously, like this isn't negating anybody. Isaiah Simmons question mark with great upside. Zayvon Collins question mark with great upside. J.J. Watt question mark. If he stays on the field, he's still as elite as they come for somebody at his age. Like, there are people like Jason Pierre-Paul's balled out the last couple of years. They're the same age. Melvin Ingram, different position. He's been balling out even though he's he's bounced around since leaving the Chargers. There are guys who withstand the test of time and when healthy are exemplary at their craft still, and J.J. Watt is one of them. The question mark for him is the injury concern. But the rest of the players on the defensive side of the ball, including the rookies, we need to see it. Zayvon Collins, we haven't seen it. Isaiah Simmons, we have somewhat. The potency needs to skyrocket. 
But all in all, as of right now, Monday, August 8th, as we're looking at Cincinnati on Friday, or Saturday, Friday, that the Arizona Cardinals offense needs to be elite this season if they want to win eight games, nine games, ten games. And there's still time left to fill out a little of this roster with some with some veteran talent, but the it's still early and kind time stuff, rearview mirror, baby. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. The red and white practice, red and white scrimmage was this past weekend. Are we like in, I've gotten some, I've gotten some crap by not talking about camp enough. And and I understand. I mean, I get it. I understand that we want to hear the goings on of camp and what, uh, what, you know, who, who could emerge as potential starters who could emerge as potential, you know, uh, second guys off the bench. But it's it's difficult to discuss because there's not as much of that as there is, let's see this player and see what they can bring to the table when they've already been on the Cardinals roster. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. But the the, the red and white practice was over the weekend. I'll talk about it a little bit on the other side of the break. Um, first, though, I get to talk about Dave. And Dave is a newer sponsor of ours. Love Dave already. And when it comes to needing little cheese in a pinch, needing a little cash in the pinch, whether you got a bill that just came up or you have a present that you have to buy for somebody's birthday and you didn't, and you didn't uh, account for it, you didn't, you didn't have the money set aside, Dave will be able to help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. And if you need to get out of a pinch and you don't know where to go, Dave can help. Uh, hindsight's 2020. You can't change the past. But what if you could get a little help for your future self? I mean, that's really what we're looking for here. Dave's the banking app that can help you get up to 500 buck- bucks instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank by a wedding gift or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any real hangups. There's no interest and no credit checks. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra cash, download the Dave app and think of it as a helping hand from your future self. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash uh, and get up to 500 bucks instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve member FDIC. All right. Second segment. Thanks for hanging out. Um, I, I appreciate it. This is, this is, we made it. We made it. It's been a weird off season. It's been a fun off season. It's been clunky, but we do know at this point that the direction of the Arizona Cardinals is leaning on the offense to create wins. This is not a run the ball and play defense, you know, a gridiron gang from what used to be football. This is new age football, throw the ball a lot, Kyler Murray, you know, in, in the center of attention and let it ride, baby. Um, let me get to a couple of these. Elowan, yeah, we, we go back and forth here. Um, yeah, Greg Dorch has flashed. He's fast, okay? Like Keontae Ingram, uh, their late-round pick from USC, seems to be a guy that's going to fill that third role. Um, if he makes the roster, you'd hope that he does because he's a guy that was graded like Marco Wilson last year, not to the extent but he was graded a lot higher than where he was drafted because he transferred a couple times, I believe. So he has he wasn't in one spot for very often for very long. But 
They need running back depth in case somebody gets injured, but they need depth a lot more elsewhere. And that's what I talked about in the first segment. Corner, edge, they could use another interior defensive lineman. You know, if somebody gets hurt, Buda Baker gets hurt. Byron Murphy gets hurt. Marco Wilson stays hurt. Melvin Gort, Melvin Ingram gets hurt. Or Melvin Ingram. What am I talking about? Um, you know, if if the pass rusher gets hurt, like if anybody gets hurt, Marcus Golden, when I say Melvin Ingram, if Marcus Golden gets hurt, like you never wish that upon anybody, obviously. But there's no contingency plan right now on the defensive side of the ball. And that just means that the offense needs to be great. The offense needs to be great. So talking about the um, talking about the red and white practice, no, like the reason why I haven't been harping too much on camp is like nobody played in it. So Byron Murphy had a pick six against Trace McSorley, who's the third the third string quarterback for the Cardinals. Okay, like there there's not there's not a whole lot because it seems like the Cardinals are set with who they're going to start. And it's going to be ride. It's going to be let's roll. And you got to give it to Steve Kime. He made a plan like he does every offseason. He's got a plan. Nobody's saying he, he doesn't have a plan. The plan itself can be put into question a little bit. But his plan was to load the hell out of the offense. That was it. And he succeeded. So you give him a thumbs up for that because it is offense first. I understand defending Steve Kimes um, willingness to trade Hollywood Brown for a first round pick, even though they, you know, they got a third back. Uh, he's pretty much playing on a one-year deal in my estimation, because if he does anything like you'd expect him to do this season, he's going to want a big money deal at the end of the 2022 season before the 2023 season starts. Because remember he shares an agent with DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel. And I know he's not on the level of them yet. Those guys are all top young wide receivers. Hollywood Brown hasn't shown it yet. I think part of it is because of his because of the offensive you know game plan in Baltimore. But if he emerges as the Cardinals' wide receiver one of the future, you best believe he will not be playing for the thirteen or fourteen million dollars that's on the player option for his fifth year uh, first round rookie scale contract. So. If this works, Cardinals offense is going to be good for a long time. It's going to be good for a long time. So you think that DeAndre Hopkins, there's an out after this year. So there's a chance, unless he restructures, he will be going elsewhere. I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think it, it, a lot of it is predicated upon this season. Like if the Cardinals make the playoffs and win a playoff game, they got to do everything to keep Hopkins too. Like if this is going to be the plan, then draft young talent on defense and just load up veteran guys on offense. Because if Hollywood Brown takes that step and DeAndre Hopkins, when he comes back, is still wide receiver one and Trey McBride takes a step forward and Rondale Moore shows his worth and James Conner stays and doesn't get injured and Darrell Williams is a great complement to that in the backfield, the Cardinals could have a set and forget offense for the next handful of years, which is a very, very, optimal position to be in it's this roster isn't balanced anymore and I don't think that's a bad thing 
Like, it, it's taken me a while to come around to it. I think they've done a huge disservice to the defensive side of the ball, and you heard it here first. You will continue to hear this from me. If this season doesn't go as planned, Vance Joseph will be the one to take the fall. If this season doesn't go to planned, Vance Joseph will take the fall. And the reason why is the amount of talent on the defensive side of the ball is not even close to the offensive side of the ball. And Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime got their big contract extensions. Kyler Murray got his contract extension. Michael Bidwell has never, I don't think, been wrong. Neither is Steve Kime. So it can't be the, it can't be their fault. It's got to be Vance Joseph's fault. Now, Vance Joseph, all he's done since he's been an Arizona Cardinals defensive coordinator is elevate the talent on his side of the ball. That's what he's done. If he, if Cliff Kingsbury had some of Vance Joseph in him, the Cardinals may have won a playoff game or two at this point. What Vance Joseph does is what veteran head coaches do. They elevate the talent that they have on the roster. Vance Joseph had a raw deal in Denver. They didn't have a good quarterback the whole time he was there. Like, I know that the defense hasn't been perfect. And I know that it's easier to get on SportsCenter when you're throwing touchdown passes instead of defending them. But what Vance Joseph has done on the defensive side of the ball has been more impressive than what Cliff Kingsbury's done on the offensive side of the ball. And I don't think it's close. Maybe it's close, but I don't think it's that close. Chandler Jones goes out in 2020. The pass rush gets better. Hassan Reddick has finally moved into his natural position of pass rusher. He goes and was leading the NFC in sacks for a large portion of last season, and now he got cheesed in Philly. Vince Joseph did that. The pass rush got better when their pass, best pass rusher got hurt. The emergence of Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson, you can't give the coach credit for everything, obviously, but what Vance Joseph has done, and I completely went a different way in this segment. I got it. I'm sorry about that. Completely went a different way. What Vance Joseph has done is one of the more undervalued entities since Kyler Murray has been drafted because it's always been look over here. Look over here. Look at what Kyler Murray, look at Cliff Kingsbury. Ooh, they got DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, James Conner had 20 touchdown rushes last year. Oh, look, AJ Green's kind of emerged. Yeah, Rodney Hudson, great trade. All of those things like that. The defense has Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, Byron Murphy showed flashes for the first half of last season, but when the pass rush fell off, so did he. And rightfully so. I mean, it's hard to defend wide receivers in the NFL. Um, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, maybe the two guys, maybe they shouldn't have been drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. Got them anyways. Zayvon, or, uh, Vance Joseph has done what he could with those guys. Look at what Jordan Hicks has done under the tutelage of, of, of Vance Joseph. And he was more advanced, obviously. He's an older older player, so he didn't need the coaching as much. But like, if this season goes awry and the defense ends in the bottom third, Vance Joseph will be the scapegoat because it's a pre-meditated – no, not premeditated. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy because the defense hasn't been given what they've needed this offseason talent-wise. The offense 100% has. Self-fulfilling prophecy. The offense is going to do well. The defense won't. If the Cardinals don't win a playoff game, you're going to look to the head of the defense, and it's not the head coach because he can't find the defensive room in the locker room. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it will. But if there is somebody that is going to be fired after this season, you better believe it won't be Cliff or Steve Kime. It'll be Vance Joseph, and that's a damn shame.
Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for hanging live here. I'm just doing them live, uh, you know, during the offseason. Um, starting halftime of the Cardinals-Bengals game, I will be doing a live podcast for halftime. Bring your questions, bring your happy, bring your sad, bring your whatever. I will be here for you starting during the first uh, preseason game through week 18, every halftime. I will be here live on Twitter and YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. I do want to put a button on the uh, the red and white practice and then Kyler Murray talking 20, uh, turning 25. We just need one more. Look at who the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals is. Alex Lancy, Locked On Cardinals. Next. Uh, bet online. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They got you covered, man. They got everything for you. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, final segment. Thanks for hanging. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Please like, subscribe, YouTube channel. You can leave reviews if you want, wherever free and available, wherever you get your podcast. Um, this is going to be an interesting season. This season is going to be the rip the Band-Aid off season. We're going to find out exactly what the entities that make up the Arizona Cardinals are made of. Kyler Murray, I don't think he has any pressure on him this year. He's shown enough to warrant the contract that he got. This wasn't like a reach. Like, people forget that he was the MVP candidate through half of the first half of last season. Yes, he had a part in the downfall. Yes, he missed a couple games. Yes, 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 I get it. Like, there's no perfect entity in sports. There's no perfect, Nadia Komenich, okay? The only perfect entity in sports. Google it. Um, Kyler Murray turned 25. Okay. I posted a picture on my Twitter account at Clancy's Corner from the Arizona Cardinals uh, Instagram page of him and DeAndre Hopkins laughing during camp. Okay. I would like to implore people a couple things. I'm going to revisit something that I have implored people pretty much since Kyler Murray scrubbed his Instagram account and Eric Burkhart sent that dumb letter to the Cardinals. Uh, don't compare Kyler Murray to anybody else for a couple different reasons. One, no other player is the, is, the head co- is the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. One, that's the easy one. You can come back at me on that one. The second one is Kyler Murray has a skill set that no other quarterback in the NFL has. That's not saying that his skill set is better than others. It's different. He's not 6'5". He's not slow. Like, comparing Kyler Murray to Justin Herbert is a fool's errand. Comparing Kyler Murray to Patrick Mahomes is a fool's errand. Comparing Kyler Murray to Joe Burrow is a fool's errand. Because it doesn't matter. It's fun to, like, debate with your buddies at a bar or something. It's for sure. Super fun to debate. But in real-life application sense, you can't compare, in my opinion, Kyler Murray to anybody as it pertains to a contract. And if you're going to... A year from now, Kyler Murray is going to look like a steal when Joe Burrow gets his, you know, a, a jet or whatever. He'll get a $300 million yacht as a signing bonus. Who knows how much money is going to be in these contracts at that point? 
please don't compare Kyler Murray to any other quarterback. Because in, like when you're talking about the Cardinals specifically, of course, have the debates, fun. Would you rather have Justin Herbert or Kyler Murray to start, a, or start an organization with things like that? Absolutely. And number two, I implore you to go into 2022 with an open mind as it pertains to Kyler Murray's leadership capabilities. And the reason why I implore you for that, implore you to do that, is he likes video games, okay? He's not the first 25-year-old to like video games. That's one. He's not a huge rah-rah guy, okay? Just because people are quiet doesn't mean they're dumb. Just because people are quiet doesn't mean they're not good leaders. It's something in our society where it's like if somebody's not just spouting off, talking all the time, then they're either dumb or not a good leader. Like, I don't understand it. It's completely irrational. But he has shown absolutely that he's a work in progress. And I'd be the first one to say that. He's working at the natural progression of what a young quarterback should work in going into his fourth season. There's a rookie-scale contract to be to, on purpose. You're supposed to play like a rookie for the majority of it, or, you know, growing into your role as, a, as an elite quarterback in the NFL. Sometimes it takes a couple years, and that's not only on the field stuff. It's sideline demeanor. It's how demonstrative you are. It's showing your leadership qualities in the locker room and elsewhere. But just because he doesn't fit the mold of what a good leader looks like during the history of the NFL doesn't mean he's not already or not going to become one. Um, Brett Favre didn't want to have anything to do with Aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana didn't want to have anything to do with Steve Young. Are they good leaders? They're looked at as some of the best, even though Aaron Rodgers has chosen himself a million times out of a million over the last couple years as it pertains to the team worth or him. Like, these are not massive issues when it comes to Kyler Murray as a leader. He is a young, more introverted than extroverted, star quarterback that is still trying to figure out everything. To get to the point of knowing everything. Like, he's still trying to figure it out. What kind of quarterback he's going to be. And this seems like fluff. This seems like defending. It's not. It's looking at the situation at hand, and me imploring people to be like, you know what? Maybe this instant satisfaction isn't the best thing for a mindset as it pertains to an NFL organization. Or, you know, we're talking NFL, so an NFL organization. It's going to take some time. It's taken three years. He's gotten exponentially better from year to year. What do you think? He's just going to get worse this year? Like, this this is his year. The only quarterback I compare him to is Josh Allen. I compare him to Josh Allen for different reasons than contract or skill set or things like that. I compare them because Josh Allen shouldn't be able to do what he does in his body type. He just shouldn't. Kyler Murray should not be able to do what he does with his body type. And it's flipped because, like, Kyler Murray's got an absolute cannon, for those that forgot. Josh Allen, definitely absolute cannon also. But his ability to move... Josh Allen moves like Lamar Jackson at times, not as fast, but he's just so smooth when he's running the ball. And it's like, how did, how did, you're big. How do you do that? And then Kyler Murray, 
when he has two six three guys running at him and he just floats this beautiful 35-yard bomb over Christian Kirk's shoulder on fourth and short, who's your third and fourth and short, and Christian Kirk waltzes into the end zone. It's like, how the hell are you supposed to how, – how do you do that? That's why I compare those two. Don't compare them to other people, please. And have an open mind about his leadership capabilities and the ceiling that's there that he can absolutely shatter through as it, as it pertains to coming becoming a great leader for the Arizona Cardinals in the NFL. Because you know what? They're going to need as many as they can get. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.